Good evening. Welcome to Mass this evening on the second Sunday of Advent. Welcome to any visitors that are joining us this evening, to any new members of our parish family. Today and next Sunday, the church gives us, in the gospel, the figure of John the Baptist, the one that was chosen by God to prepare the way for the coming of his son. John is unique in his role. John knows what he's supposed to do as he says so humbly and yet powerfully in the gospel tonight, there is one coming who is mightier than I, and I'm not worthy even to untie the strap of his sandals. But John's call is one about preparing the way, which was spoken many hundreds of years before in the first reading from the prophecy of Isaiah. Prepare the way of the Lord, making a highway for our God. There was this thought that when the Messiah would come, he would come kind of with his chariots and horses and horsemen and all the regalia that would go with the monarch or the king. And so in order for that to happen, all the potholes, as it were, had to be filled in, everything had to be level and straight so that the chariots could ride freely amongst the people and not have any difficulties or problems. But we know that when the Messiah did come, it wasn't with chariots and horsemen, but with a stable and a manger, shepherds and wise men, and Mary and Joseph, who'd made the long and arduous journey from their home in Nazareth to the city of David called Bethlehem. But as we think about John's message, how it needs to resonate in our lives today, what does it mean, what does it mean in your life and mine, that God has a straight highway to us? I think sometimes God is trying to dodge all the different things, you know, that we put in His way. We build the hills and we make them bigger. We build the walls and we make them bigger in the hope that God will kind of get fed up and leave us alone. Because then I'll be okay. Because then I can get on with my thing and do what I want to do. That's not going to deter God. God is always going to find a way through. God is always going to find a way round. God is always going to find a way over. Don't think you know better than God. We don't. But we sometimes act that way and we live our lives that way. But that straight path that God is looking for directly to our hearts. Because that's where He wants to be that's where he wants to come and dwell. That's where he wants to take ownership, as it were, of us. And so John's call is so pertinent and relevant in life today, and especially in these days as we lead up to Christmas. 
Because the Advent days and the Advent season and everything that is given to us by the church, by the Scriptures for these days can often get lost as we get so caught up in the commercialism and the busyness and everything else that's going on. It's not that those are not important, but they become more important. And we drive ourselves crazy trying to live up to a certain standard, to a certain expectation in order to get things done. How do I outdo here? How do I win more there? And so on and so on. And so when we hear the church and God saying, just calm down, just slow down, just open your heart and let me in. It's almost as if we then say to God, I don't have time. And if I'm not running around like something possessed during these days, I'm told there's something wrong with me. Well, no, it's okay, because I have everything in order. Everything is going to get done. Doesn't it always get done? Doesn't it always get done? So why do we allow ourselves to be so consumed by what is going on around us and the time in which we find ourselves? We can also use the season of Advent to look and prepare beyond these next few couple of weeks and then leading into Christmas and the new year. What might I be thinking of doing with my life after the first of the year, my spiritual life? To Mass today, there are sign-ups for Exodus 90 and Fiat 90, a time of retreat and development and growth and spirituality that will begin here in our parish. Some of you may already have done it or heard about it. Maybe we prepare the way by thinking, maybe I'll find out a little bit more about that. Maybe that might be good for me or for my whatever it may be. And then, of course, as we try to get ready for Christmas, we need to remove those obstacles and barriers that we put up in our lives that are preventing God's grace and mercy from coming. So this Thursday, we have our penance service here in our church, and we have many priests who are available. But there are also so many other times for confession during this Advent season. They're all listed there in the bulletin. They're on the website. Is that part of our plan to go to celebrate the Sacrament of Reconciliation so that I can say that I'm ready. Even if everything else is quite, you know, not quite there yet, I'm ready. My heart is ready because I need to prepare that pathway for God to come. And that's why John's call was so radical at the time and it's still kind of radical still to this day. But it's a call that we need to hear, and it's a call that we need to listen to. When you see images of John, they're certainly not the most appealing. As the Scriptures describe him today, he comes out of the desert with this big mop of wiry hair, a big, long, scraggly, scruffy beard. He's wearing a camel skin leather belt and sandals, and he's eating locusts and wild honey. That's really attractive, isn't it? 
when you think about it. And yet this is the man that God chose to say, prepare the way, prepare your heart, prepare your life, prepare for the coming of the Lord. God always knows what he's doing. And John, John knew exactly that it wasn't yet time for Jesus to come to begin his public ministry. But in order to prepare for that, he says to the people, make straight a pathway for God. So remove those things in your life that are preventing God from reaching you. And if you keep building walls in your life and putting up obstacles, then that's okay because God is going to find a way around them. He always will. He always has. And he always will. So don't put up the barriers to God. That means that you've got to be vulnerable. You've got to be open. You've got to trust God, and you have to entrust to God. There's no use saying to God, I trust you, if we don't then hand over to Him everything that we have and everything that we are. To entrust, to give it to God and say, this is who I am. And I'm tired of hiding behind the wall or the barrier or whatever it may be. I want to come out so that I can have that free highway, that clear highway to my heart so that when God does want to reach me, there are no obstacles in His way. Then I can become even more freer than I already am. Remember, with God, we have nothing to fear. But we think we're going to get into trouble. God is going to call us out and love us. Say, I can't see you. I can't hear you. Where are you? And God's love and embrace. That's why when, when you encounter God, so when we look at the Eucharist in a few moments here on this holy altar, when we go to adoration, what do we do? We look straight at Jesus. We don't look down here and say, Lord, I need your help. Lord, I need your help. Look at him and feel his eyes on your heart. And he's preparing your heart and mine for his coming. It sounds almost too simple, doesn't it? There's got to be more to it than that. But if we follow even those simple ideal ideas, that means we have faith. Faith and trust in God who is calling us to prepare the way for ourselves. Oh, and I must prepare the way for others as well. So that when God comes, we will be ready.